0: How is racism defeated? My name is Johan.
1: My name is Guy. I'm Sokota, but I go by Sky. My name is Hope. Hi,
2: okay. everyone. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hi, welcome. So, <laughs> D- Dries
0: is already here. He's already started, but you are not too late. We can catch you up. Okay.
3: Hi, Start. Dries. Hello, Hope.
0: Yeah, if I can just maybe catch you up, I we we just started. Um, Dries mm-hmm. is a he's a, a young farmer. Um, I met him briefly at a friend of a friend of ours. Um, not wedding. What's the the bachelor's the party before the wedding?
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, and um, well, I don't I don't know him that well, but we spent a good time talking there. It was a, in the the kitchen. It was I think. Um, and I just yeah, uh, have mm-hmm. respect for him. He he speaks his heart, uh, he speaks his mind, and you know he's also he has a uh, a child and he's a young farmer So you know I believe there's a lot yeah. um, that we can learn from his experiences. Right? I think will be valuable for us to learn. Um, awesome. And, yeah, and I don't know. Is there anything, Dries, that else I introduced you briefly now? Is there anything else you just want to add?
3: No, no point. Um, I just want to find out how do you say you're saying Sky, but how do you say her name? Yeah. Okay, but with just saying Sky or yeah,
0: she introduced herself
3: yes. as Sky. She,
2: she. Yeah, she. She. Yeah, we call her Sky. That's like an AKA. Okay. Okay. <laughs> she likes it.
0: Yeah.
3: No, no, no. It's fine. I just want to make sure I get the name right. Yeah.
2: Hi, Trees.
0: Hello. Oh, ah, Sky. You're
2: here.
0: Sky. <laughs> so. We just started discussing, and um, if I can just uh, say what I I took out of what um, Dries has been saying so far, um, is that, yes, he also recognizes there is uh, tension, or there is, um, you know, problems um, between our races in South Africa, Um, but he also said it's, um, we We should be careful to um, stereotype too much because it's not like um, the normal white person will hate all or you know have uh, be racist against all black people or from you know vice versa from black to white it's um smaller numbers within those groups mm. that are them that are going say create the most mm. um, problems or, or more of a problem than um, maybe the race um, and then also mm. um, mentioned a concern that I think from from his experience that um, it seems like if he compares now working with um, black Zimbabweans or black um, I can't remember the others maybe um, from Mozambique and black South Africans that um, he feels that there's more anger recently coming from black South Africans
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: that's uh, what else is there that I missed uh, Dries?
3: No, that's about it. The most important thing, like I said, it's it's more like it's coming from South Africans, but not the older generation. I'm talking about the younger generation that's basically only learning what what let's say what happened twenty odd years ago, and yeah. it's like they're only now developing it as it goes yeah. on.
1: Wow. Mm. Oh, it's it's so amazing because I, I assumed that it would be like the older generation. Yeah. You know, the new you know, generation, what? because of the whole exposure, that it would be something yeah. totally
3: different. Well, what I see, like I explained to you, Anna, as well, I mean, I grew up on a farm. I, it's the normal farm setup, like, you know, you've got about, let's say, we had 60 or what uh, black guys working for us. Mm-hmm. The respect, the, the loyalty, it's something you can't buy. It's impossible. Mm. But if you're looking at today's guys, obviously, first of all, both. today's guys, they don't have the same work, work ethic. Mm. But it's like, Mm. today's guys, you can do everything for him, but he just expects more. He doesn't. Mm. It's like he doesn't understand the old boss to, not, I'm not saying boss like in the previous, I know lots of Mm. guys think it's a racial thing to say boss. I'm not saying it. (laughs) Employer. Yeah, employer. (laughs) Let's say employer. So Mm. what I saw is there's no thing about uh, the employer having respect to the employer. They just say, well, it's my job, I must do it. There's no mm. loyalty, there's no this, there's no that, but also, they it's like they, they almost hate you because you are mm. above them, and it's not above them like you are more important, it's above if them in a, in a work structure. Mm. Mm-hmm. So my experience is, what I've seen is, I'm talking about the older generation, they still have respect, they still... And I mean, it's something you see across the races. It's not just the black people, but it's just, I'm, I'm using it now as a reference. Yeah. But it's like, they don't have the respect and they're also creating more of an eight underneath each other. Because why am I working for this guy? The only reason I'm working for this guy is his skin color. Unfortunately, that's not the reason. Mm. Even if you're working for a black guy, you'd feel the same, but you won't have the same excuse you have now to, 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 feel, the eight, to, to feel the eight towards it. Mm-hmm. and okay. I, I just want to uh, say sorry in uh for the future as well i told you on is that saying uh my afrikaans is i'm actually afrikaans so the english runs out like airtime so <laughs> <laughs> um, no. you guys don't understand uh i'll just i'll just <laughs> have to say again
1: no it's it's okay we we get that <laughs> sometimes too <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, all of us have an accents I think I hope as, I hope your English is about the most professional I'm quite proud really
2: of okay okay i'll I'll receive that award thank you <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but you know it's just it 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 uh, stands out to me that you can feel that you know even it's maybe not something directly no. that the workers are saying to you but you can feel that there is an anger mm.
3: Yeah, no, of course, of course. But I mean, it's, it's, especially with what's going on around you. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said earlier as well, it's unfortunately, it's the bad, bad apple spoiled a bunch. That's just how it is. Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, um, if you're looking at, uh, if you're looking at Facebook posts, it's the guys with the loudest voice that gets the attention. So he's going to continue with his Facebook posts, he's going to continue pushing their narrative, um, I talk about it a lot, I say it's propaganda, it's, and in the, unfortunately, it will always stay propaganda, propaganda stays propaganda, because if it wasn't propaganda, it would be the truth, and most of the time it's not the truth, so they, they're spreading false hate, basically.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um,
1: and um, why do you think that is, I just...
3: You know what, I personally think, we're sitting with a handful of guys that They just don't like white people. No, it's my personal opinion. We're sitting with a handful and they just want to push us, get us out. Because unfortunately, if you look at who has the money in our country, it's mainly corrupt. It's a corrupt, if it's not official, it's a, it's a businessman, but mainly the corrupt guys. And the main thing is they want to push for more guys. Um, they want to push more guys in positions who they can corrupt as well. So unfortunately, it's just the way it is, you're going to take someone from your race as well. So if you're a black corrupt politician or black corrupt business owner, you're going to get someone that's black as well. If you're a white corrupt politician or business owner, you're going to get the same because it's just in, you feel a, a trust with them. So my personal opinion is we're sitting with a handful that wanna push off people that are not like them, people that they can corrupt as well or what they mm. think they can. If you understand what I'm saying. So
1: regardless of who's
3: raised. Yeah, I'm just saying if you've got a white guy that wants to push, he's going to be loud, he's going to push the, the Black people out. If you've got a Black guy that wants to push them out, it's going to be the, exactly the same story. Mm. Um, yeah.
2: I just want to go back a bit to what you said, Dre. Sorry, mm. Johan. Um, in regards to, you know, as, as, a, as an employer, how yeah. do you, I'm just interested in how, how do you deal with insubordination mm. from the employees which, like you say, are black, but how do you deal with that mm. as an employer, mm-hmm. realizing though that the insubordination is not because of anything else, but because of race, how do you deal with that as an employer, because that must be okay. quite challenging.
3: Well, the thing is, if I can tell you this on a farm. Everyone works at the same pace, basically. Obviously, you've got mm-hmm. your guy that works a bit faster, but the main stuff they, they do is actually at the same pace. Mm. So, obviously, the more you like a guy, the more you can see he's working. You're going to give him, let's say, a bonus at the end of the month, or if he comes yeah. to you, he needs money for this or that, going to much easier help him mm. than the guy who is just there. If you ask him something, he's got the, the attitude or this mm-hmm. or that. Yeah. So Obviously, it's just... Yeah, for me, if you do your job, regardless if you like me or not, mm. I'm going to keep you, I'm going to keep paying you, I'm going to even promote you if I can see you're doing mm. your job. Mm. Mm. It's regardless if you like me or not. But what I'm just saying is, it's just easier to help someone. Who's helping themselves, basically. Can help themselves, yeah,
2: yes. yeah. Wow, that's very big. That's very good
3: of you. Um,
0: what, what sticks with me is, we speak about this um, small group or the, the apples, what's froth in English now? Um, the rotten apples. Um, rotten. Mm. So I think because there is a lot of anger in, let's say, um, an average group of farm workers, it's, it's much easier for a group like that, you know, a guy like Julius Malema to incite and to, um, Really grow and evoke much more anger, so I think you know th- there is some anger, and I think there's a reason why it's so easy to evoke much much more anger you know and yeah. f- for me personally i um I made sense of it i think like perhaps a lot of white people do like oh, yeah, I think it's, it's just a it's just a violent individual that's that's why he's doing it or he's just a a crazy person, you know, just by, how can I say, just pointing a finger and externalizing all the cause to, to that person that's all bad. Um, and then in our previous um, session, we spoke to a, a, a black lady. Um, she's a psychologist um, at, at Vescopies. And she gave me a new perspective that, that meant a lot for me to understand some of that anger. Um, and it, it also makes sense to me, to what you said, that it seems like the new generation can even be more angry than the older. Yeah. Um, she she explained it to me like this. She gave an example of a letter that was sent by someone who was tra- training slaves. I think it was this, the 18th century. What, what was the year? It was 17 something, 1747. Yeah, something. it was in the seven. It,
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and that was one of the most difficult paragraphs that I've ever read Um, it was described how do you break down the black slaves okay it was in the midst of the slave trade where slaves were taken from Africa to America and and to you know other places Um, I think that guy came from Europe to come and train American slaves or something and he described this is how you break it down Um, you take the strongest black man and you in front of all his family all the um, the rest of the the villagers you know you throw him with um swall i can't remember what's that english um then you know set him alight make a, a rope around um tight around both his legs and let horses pull him apart and in that way they will know you know, they can't put their hope in their um, male figures or their strong male figures. They have to be submissive. They have to listen. The, the only way they can survive is to to listen and do what they told. And, you know, that's a very, very violent example. I, 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 you know, that also made me defensive and angry because I know that is not all white people. It's not even most white people. It's a very extreme example of, of one white person or of a group of white people that were in I had a lot of control that time, but it did give me an understanding Mm -hmm. of where does the anger come from, especially if stories are told from the older generation to the new um, generation, you know, because just like I generalize, um, the black child that hears a story will also generalize and make that connection, that was a white person, and the person I see Mm -hmm. in front of me now is a white person. But yeah, I think that, that was just, I just wanted to share that personally. That's that's how I'm starting to understand some of that anger in a way that's more than just pointing a finger and saying that person is is crazy or, or bad. Um, yeah, I don't know if, if uh, that means anything to, to you guys. That's just, it means some, meant something to me.
2: Yeah, that, I think that's very true. I totally agree. And towards the end there, you know, when you spoke about um, the anger, I think also with the younger generation which also goes to what Dre said it's also about how, how it was narrated so different families will narrate whether black or white they'll narrate let's say the apartheid era in a different way so obviously in the way that it's narrated also the anger by the young person will be expressed differently so some might internalize it and some might be acting out about it and I think the three of us, um, Sky, Johan and myself, we, I think we've spoken about this in the past. So if you come from a family where it's really like every, as a black person, for example, where it's like every white person is racist and is oppressive and dehumanizes black people. So if that's, that's how it's narrated to you as a child, mm. you know, I don't see how you would not have that anger and even act out and even be disrespectful, in, even in a professional sense where you're your employee, you know, your, your employer, your you know, the authority figure for you at work is a white person, obviously that's going to come out. Yeah. So I think that's also, you know, how it's narrated, because diff- it's narrated differently mm. in different households. Mm. I didn't get the mm. all mm. white people are this. I was very, you know, on, on the other side of the spectrum where I was very sheltered from even you know apartheid or anything like that I was just very sheltered and I understand that okay it was a way for my mom to kind of protect me because I, w- I did go to schools where I did um, study with white people and she didn't want me to like be hating the whole time because that's also very heavy and I had to come um, myself into the knowledge of okay this is what happens you know what I mean so I think yeah how it's narrated also is is a factor, a mm. very big factor on how uh, these young people, as young people, will behave towards our white counterparts.
3: So in, just to add to what Hope said now, um, we talked about it not being you on, obviously, um, mm. but mm. I talked to about it the other day with a guy as well. If you look at the culture we have, um, I'm not saying black or white culture, I'm talking about the younger people in general. Yeah, yeah. It's a very visual culture. You're looking at Facebook, Instagram, and you're seeing guys who have brand new houses, you're seeing guys who have brand new cars, you're seeing guys who I mean, people <laughs> that go on vacation three, four times a year. So now you're sitting with a guy, let's say 13, 14. Right? He's yeah. got, he can look at everything that's going on. I mean, he's got his cell phone, everyone has cell phones. Um, and you can see everything that's going on. And then he ask his mom or his dad, why am I living in a shack? Uh, having this cell phone, not having a brand new car, not having this, not having that. And then his mom and dad will explain to him, well, listen, let's say they they feel the way, like we said now, they are the extremists, they say, well, it's because of white people. It's because of apartheid, mm-hmm. this or that. Of course,
0: 26,
3: almost 27 mm-hmm. years ago, this is what happened, right? Mm-hmm. 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 Or it ended. Let me just, rather say it ended. So he's mm-hmm. going to yeah is going to look at a picture of a brand new car, brand new cell phone, people are going over. That's what's going on in his head. And mm. that's what he's going to keep seeing. That's what he's going to. And by the time he gets, I mean, three, four years later, maybe he drops out of school, maybe he stays inside. Oh, in school. But what happens is when he starts to be able to make a difference, he doesn't go to make a difference on his side. He says, well, the reason I'm in this position is because of this, 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 this. So I'm going to rather attack these guys, get them back where I was, so they can experience how it feels to be in a shack, mm. looking at other people, driving brand new cars, and, and, and. Um, so I think that's also where some of the anger comes from. Mm. Mm. I don't know if you guys I, agree or, or disagree on that one. No,
1: a, I, I, I think I can understand how that would make sense. Um, yeah. in, in the sense that, obviously, what you're told by your parents, you know, you grow up yeah. with, with that mindset, you know, and there's no way you're not going to get angry because you're thinking, um, you, you're not looking at other factors like the opportunities that maybe your parents were given, you know, but you're looking at the fact that you don't have this um, from the fact that um, white people took our land um, 100 years ago, you know, um, so it, 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 it makes sense. Um, yeah. Sure, said, But it, it does make sense
0: yeah and and it becomes the the only narrative you know that mm-hmm. you, are, yeah, yeah. you know they they were land given to white uh, farmers at some stage in the history, and at some stage English took their share of land and you know Afrikaans um i don't know if they were Afrikaans at that time yet farmers had to fight to to get that back and you know there were conflict between them and zulus um there were there were so many different stories of land being taken. Um, taken, but obviously the, the major one stands out. That okay, it's generalized to white people took the land of of black people. Yeah, it's generalized, but that's not
3: necessarily what happened. I mean, the farm I'm on now was bought ten years ago. So mm. even if it let's say it that specific farm was stolen, by the time we bought it, I mean we're paying for it. Yeah. Um, so it's a whole different thing and the guys think, uh, sorry, just to get on this, uh, on this thing about the land issue,
0: hmm. the
3: guys are looking at this stuff and I mean, there's young black guys that want to be farmers, hmm. but now they're saying the reason you can't be a farmer is because your land was taken back, right? But they don't hmm. understand that, listen, for the last how many years we've been working our asses off just to pay. This small piece of, of, of land we have, they just see we took it. We didn't pay anything for it. We know, even, I mean, we're still paying tax on it. We're still paying, we still pay ESCOM. I mean, my sometimes ESCOM, I know most guys on farms, you're looking at at least 40 to 50,000 rand you're, you're paying for ESCOM. Mm. I mean, nothing is for free, but mm. we see guys that are saying, listen, they got the land, everything for free. And like I said, unfortunately, it is the the rotten apples spoil the bunch. They are influencing the guys and telling them, listen, this is the reason you can not farm is because the other guy got it for free. And even now he's not paying anything. And look, he's driving a brand new buck, he's has this, he has that, you have nothing. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I'm just I'm just wondering if um like there, with the with the narratives that are being told, um, I'm just also wondering, like with other factors, like uh, for example, you find that a, a certain black individual is born into a farm, mm-hmm. and um, most of the farms they, um, they 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 sometimes don't have that that high um, level of education, and you mm-hmm. find that a lot of people once if if they work on a farm, it's it's the generations work on the farm, and they work as farm workers. That there's you know. no opportunity to exit the farm, you know, so they they remain farm workers all their lives and as as cheap laborers too, you know, yeah. so I'm just well, wondering if then the anger doesn't come from that uh, that yeah. that aspect because sometimes you know like um uh if if you if your parents didn't know better unless somebody comes and introduces something better to you, you are kind yeah. of stuck in that situation
3: yeah. i I completely understand what you're saying, I completely understand the thing is what you must also remember um if you are a farm worker, right? uh, I'm talking about uh, you're physically someone that you pick spinach bunches, you take uh, or, or you clean uh, uh, what's the word? weeds or whatever, right? uh, you don't have any, you basically don't have any skills because anyone, you can take anyone off the street, you uh, can teach them to do it in five seconds, okay? Uh, so yes, if your father was a farmer, right? then I understand it. I understand what you're feeling but most of the farmers i know we send the we send all the kids to school i mean all of them there they is normally there's about just there's lots of schools in the in the area which we send the kids to okay he after that chooses to stay on the farm right? i mean he's he's got schooling most of the time that our if you stay on the farm after that that's also in a way a choice because nothing is stopping you from let's say to be a cashier at pick and pay, or to be, uh, I mean, entry-level jobs, basically. So, I'm, so it's a
1: choice that you make. Uh. I
3: understand, but I think, in a way, it's a choice. Um, mm. but of course, Your dad, I mean, my dad was farming. I also did something else for a while. I'm also farming now. It's your choice. But I understand what you're saying. If you don't see a way out, you're going to feel anger. And you're going to feel anger because you think, This guy's paying me badly, but you never think about if I was a cashier at Pick and Pay, I would get, let's say, 4,000 Rand. And this guy's paying me, let's say, three. We're just talking about, for instance. But you're not thinking about the fact that if you work on a farm, you live for free, um, you've got water for free, electricity is for free, and everything on the farm you can eat for free. And by the time you add that, it's already a different salary as well. But I mean, like, I, I just want to say, it's, it's basically, an end of the day, it's also in a way
0: your choice. I mm.
2: mm. no, I agree with both. Of what, what the reason? What um Sky said. You know, because on one hand, if if that's the only thing that you've known, then it's your comfort zone. It's it's a yeah. comfortable cushion. It's familiar. Mm-hmm. Then more than likely you'll stand, you you stay there. You know. Um. However, on the flip side as well, I mean, you do have, despite you not having that representation and not and knowing nothing else. You know, you do see other people Mm -hmm. on the outside doing something different than you desire to do it. You know, um so yeah I I totally agree with both.
3: Mm. Um just to add this sorry guys you must stop me if I'm talking too much. No Um, problem. um, No this is your plan (laughs) (laughs) you're saying now about your comfort zone. And I know we're talking about farms now and I know how we got there, but if you're looking at if your father is a mechanic, your comfort do to stay a mechanic. So I don't think it's just to farms. I just think yeah. because the farmers are employing so much people, it's easier to look at that. Um, it's just mm-hmm. an easier example to take. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're thinking of, let's say me, I'm on small scale now, I employ about 10 guys, uh, mm-hmm. where a few years ago, I was employing 20, 22. So you're talking about 22 families, basically. Right. Mm-hmm. and now it's let's say 10 so 10 families so it's just easier to compare to then like a mechanic because a mechanic you don't need as many laborers if you understand what I'm saying
0: mm-hmm.
3: so I just think that to use the farm as an example it's an easy example to use but I think it's not just there I think it, yeah. it's of course yeah. all platforms
0: True. Mm-hmm. Mm. yeah um, I'm, I'm left with you know I hope you said there's on the of you used to us on the flip side, and I value that there's always two sides to something, um, and mm-hmm. you know we can easily fall into black and white thinking um, that it's just mm. this way or just that way. Um, so yes, absolutely. On the one side, there is a choice and there is opportunity, and then I know um, if we have someone that's more of a black activist here on this platform. They will say something like, but that person cannot sustain themselves while they go for um, seeking another job. Or, you know, that person never built the confidence to actually, um, you know, they don't have a role model. They don't have a father or someone who did something else who can encourage them. Mm -hmm. So I just, and I don't think one is, I, I think both are correct for everyone. Everyone has a choice to a large extent. And then everyone also has things that support them or things that are barriers and and that yeah
2: yeah this stands out to me how from
0: the black perspective it's more or it's almost exclusively listen that it was the person's circumstance it was the fault of a white person and from the white perspective it's almost exclusively know that person has a choice you know there's there's very little integration between the the two perspectives
2: yeah yeah Mm. that's so
0: true Mm.
1: I think. I think. Also, the the, the problem is uh, how do we then um, look for uh, the middle ground? You know, how do you how do you um, recognize that you have a choice? You know, but at the same time, uh, the circumstances surrounding you you don't allow them. You know, to to interfere, if I can put it like that. Mm,
2: that's a good one. So. Mm. Was- uh, but,
1: good. but also. No, from from okay. from uh, from the white perspective you know I, I think um it it, 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 bo- it goes both ways like johan has said that from this perspective this is what it sounds like and from this perspective mm. this is what it's sounds like I think from the black perspective um, I'm gonna say that um b- blacks or we uh get angry because you, you 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 feel like you don't recognize that you had a choice you know you don't see it as a choice yeah. you see it like mm. as, um, that you it was a dead end you know you were set up mm. to begin with so you were oh, born there. Yeah. Chances of you getting out, you know, where? Because I mean, with survival, you know, yeah. with survival, all we can think of, you can't think about um maybe wanting to be better or whatnot when you have to be now thinking about food. Um, oh. I I think, Adris, you mentioned that the farm is like an example. You know, yeah. there's so many other examples where okay. um oh, yeah. yeah, you know, I think that the farm one is at the tip of the head because it's always mm-hmm. being um everyone it's is ridiculous. just always talking about that. Yeah. So I think I I I think I don't know how we can mix it up, you know, um so that you know we can we we can recognize that from from both sides, both sides are valid, you know, and it doesn't Mm -hmm. necessarily mean that the one is right more than the other.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Uh yeah, you know, we we,
2: yeah. I think Sky, for me, you know, when you when you spoke about how do we get to that middle ground, I think for me it's it's not quantifiable oh big words it's not quantifiable (laughs) (laughs) but also that middle ground is the individuality that we all have you know Mm -hmm. that middle ground is each and is is the the essence of each and every individual experience because yes there is the situation and then you know there is this whole black the black and the white you know you had Mm -hmm. a choice you didn't have a choice but the middle ground is literally experience Because whether you had a choice or not, there is free will, there is um, willpower, you get what I mean? There Mm -hmm. is um, representation, maybe someone who will come in and inspire you. So I think that middle ground is filled up. It's not just like one thing, but it's filled up with so many (laughs) things. Mm -hmm. You know, um, what you get exposed to between that, um, yes, there's a choice and um, or no, there's not a choice in between that, what you get exposed to. Willpower, mental strength, ego strength, so many things fill that in-between gap, and we can basically sum those many things up by individuality, the fact that everybody Mm. is an individual and their story will not be the same, because you can have two people who have the exact same set of circumstances but they'll go about their life choices and their behavior and their actions in very different ways. And the only way we can explain that is individuality. That's what I think.
0: Mm -hmm. We we do see many examples of say black people or black person coming out of a very hopeless circumstance and heading into a very different direction. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know, I don't have the stats. I don't know if anyone has to say, this 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 much or this many black people are actually able to do that. And on the other hand, say so many black people are still caught up we're in not. the same mm-hmm. pattern and, mm-hmm. and still struggle to get out. Mm-hmm. Um so you are um, definitely individual factors to play a role. I don't think it's the only thing, but uh, it it is a very important yeah. thing, I think. Uh, sorry Grish, mm-hmm. you I think, uh, there.
3: just to add, there, just to add there, um, I know we're talking more along the side of races, but I think if you're coming from a poorer um, background, your chances of getting out is not as big. Or it, it, it's, it's actually, I mean, we live uh, or where my the other companies that I also work for is there is a very poor area very close to it, uh, mainly mm. a white poor area. Um, and these mm. guys are have been living there. They're about third generation there. Yeah. And it's it's white like I said, it's a white area. And even the third generation of the white guys, they're still in the same position as their fathers or grandfathers or whatever. So I think it's it is about race, yes, because I think um, there is a big thing about, like we said already, you've been told it's it's your area or it's it's been done. Uh, it's sorry, English is getting finished now. <laughs> um, but I think basically it is is. Yes, I think black people also, they have uh, the thing in the back of their minds. The reason I'm sitting here is because of, of white people. But there's just as many white guys mm. sitting with exactly the same thing. They're not, using, they're not using the same reasoning, but they're also struggling. Mm. They're also sitting in, in, in a very poor... I mean, basically, they, they are beggars. Mm. And their father was a beggar, and their grandfather was a beggar. And i think to get out i don't think it's just race i think it's just to get out of that situation is almost impossible
0: um
1: can i can can i just um add add on to what you're saying jesus i think uh for me actually uh it's something i laugh about which isn't fun you know there's some things that you know like you 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 don't until you really think about it it's it's something it's that shouldn't be a laughing matter I, I remember when, I, in the past, when I would see um, a white person standing on the street begging,
2: mm-hmm. and I don't
1: know if this is something I got from my, 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 my parents or their parents or, you know, from, from my environment, you know, but every time I would see a white person on the, on the corner begging, I would be in shock. And Mm. I remember I had a white friend who actually at some stage said to me that it disgusts him like he's disgusted when he sees a white person standing um, begging. And I don't know if I took on that mindset, you know, but then um, in my mind, my reasoning was that uh, you kind of had a, 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 a get ahead. You know, yeah. so you you were given you were given opportunity,
2: yeah,
1: uh, to to run to run, you know, and we were yeah. behind, you know. So how dare Whoa. you now stand on the street corner and just beg, you know? So from that, I think the 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 the, the reasoning. Uh, sorry, um, what I'm trying to get uh, uh, what I'm trying to get at with that. Is that um I think it's because everybody you know like your circumstances you know it can be you black or you white, but what makes a difference is that the white race had kind of like a get ahead, which is not fair, I suppose, um at this stage, because if you were born thirty years ago, you were born fourteen years ago into poverty, you know it's not your fault,' that you are you know it's you have a choice, yes, but your circumstances are not your choice are not your um
3: your fault. yeah.
1: I well, don't know if, if, if you
3: understand kind of, it, what I'm trying to say. I comment. must yeah. say, I agree with you. I 100% mm. agree with you. I Look, there's obviously, no one is born a beggar. That's the easiest thing to say. Mm. But I agree with you. If I see a guy, if, and it was, well, since I can remember if I see beggars, but not yeah. just the white guys, but obviously, I don't like beggars to start with. Because I work hard for my money. I mean, <laughs> most of the time I work two jobs just to, just to, have the, just to go on. But what I'm saying is um, I also feel the same way. If I see a guy, but he's been begging for, let's say, the last 15 years, I mean, he's a beggar in town. You mm-hmm. know him. Mm-hmm. You, know you know he doesn't want to work. I feel the same mm-hmm. way. My friend, for how many years you could have made something where well, you had first exactly. choice for the job. It's, it's easy. You mm-hmm. had first choice. You could mm. have made something with your life. I mean, I've got friends whose uh, parents um, they were working low level stuff for 30, 40 years. Then I think to myself, well, even you had everything, but you couldn't make it. So you'll never be able to make it. It's as easy mm. as that. And it's mm. the same thing. I, I feel a disgust, but I feel disgust for all beggars.
0: Mm. But why must
3: I work and give my money to you yeah. for free? But I understand 100% what Sky is saying. And I basically I feel almost hundred percent the same mm. that disgust it's it's just and i the, the thing is I also think with recent activities with the b e status coming in where companies are letting go of white people just to put black people in, I think that's also creating more homeless people but I mean, if you had so much time to get your Yeah, status, no,
1: I, 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 I totally uh, agree with, with, with that.
3: So obviously, I think, I mainly think, um, to be a white male is not easy today, because uh, you don't know if you're going to get a job. It's as easy as that, because no one wants to hire you, because they don't get incentives for hiring you. I agree you. With, with, with that. But yeah. it's just, I mean, if you're in your 40s now, no? means you had for a while you had the time to make yourself but even if it wasn't for anything that happened before you're 40 years old man you've got how many years you could have made a plan by now if you couldn't make it make a plan in 40 years you'll never be made you'll never be able to make a plan. Oh. that's just how I see it
0: you know uh, this it also I, I also feel that type of frustration you know that, that I feel that that you're with or that you're at now that looking at this person you know I've had to work for what I have why can't this person have done more or also yeah. sort have of worked and I think you know it applies to it's it's not it's not just a race thing it applies to both or to, or to any race um a person that has worked out for something looking at someone who hasn't but I think this is a very relevant issue when it comes to um race as well when it comes to our policies I think it's a big frustration from white people in general that we have worked to build something and now um there are black people who have less and now they are in that you know they they want a piece or they want all or they want this what i feel i have worked for and you know i feel that that is unfair while recognizing on the other hand that there, there is wrongs that needs to be made right as well they were numbers and numbers of black villagers black people being thrown off their land no this is a white area you need to go off this land into into a black area and Mm. that's something that also makes me sad when I drive between two towns and I see all these fences you know fences say of, of game farms very high fences and I think to myself many many years ago people could have walked here freely you know go to the beautiful parts of the country and now you know I don't, it's, it's been privatized i don't think it's something that came from white people i think it's something that, the, that that's how the world developed you know property became private and you had to buy your piece yeah. of land. Um, but now yeah. that becomes the white person's fault and obviously you know white people were involved it, it was the type of development that came mainly from europe and from the countries that um, um england um went to to colonize that this this thing that no i'm gonna buy this piece of land is going to be mine um so i can understand from mm. both sides there was something that we lost you know there was this land that was ours we used to walk freely on you know it wasn't owned on paper it wasn't um and no government recognized that we bought this somewhere and then someone else came in a system changed they bought that land they worked for their whole lives to pay off a loan and now I need to just give that to someone else. So I can totally understand the angle from mm-hmm. both sides.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I yeah, I was
2: also, I was actually going to say something similar along those lines, Johan, when, you know, Dries and Sky were basically speaking about, um, yeah, you know, the fact that, you know, the, like you just said as well, you know, we just bought this land, we paid our bums off to, to, you know, worked. I mean, our bums off to paid off. I wanted to bring the flip side as well of, you know, as much as we say, well, there was a choice and blah, 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 blah. Where then does um, systematic, where, where where then, where's the place for systematic racism then, you know, because that is a factor and that is a reality Mm -hmm. as well, you know, where, where does that, I don't even know how, how to ask this question, but I was just thinking in my mind, where, what place, yeah, for lack of a better way to put it, what, where, where does, where is the place for systematic racism? You know, because it is there, it it does exist. You know, where is it now in the mix? You get what I mean? Hmm.
0: Yeah, practically. How does it look? How does it play out? Um, yeah, I, I think it's yeah. an important question. Um, I, I think if I can attempt one part is that apartheid was for how long? Maybe I think it was sixty years. Um, if I'm not mistaken, mm. but it was a long time <laughs> and and mm. in that time, I think if we can look at the numbers, how many white people were able to buy land and pay off the bond and how many black people were able to buy land I think it will be almost um. next to nothing. And I think that's a, an example of the systematic racism that from that, you know uh, black people were ma- mainly going to work in mines or working as workers on yeah, farms. Yeah. It's like, um, we, as, as, as white people, expected black people to suddenly be skilled enough to fit into the system of governance that yeah. we brought, and it was never going to happen. Yeah. You know, now we can say, but they are not working, but you know, obviously it will take time to develop the type of skills to be able to survive in this new environment, to be able to um, go to a, a bank or to hold another job to actually um, get a loan. And, and to then have the confidence yeah. and the skills to, to buy a farm and to, to start paying it all. You know, it's not something that just happens. It's a skill that needs to be built.
3: Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to add to what you is saying. Uh, uh, first of all, sorry guys, I see my next appointment is almost, it's almost time for the next appointment. Um, okay. But just to add to what you is saying, I understand 100% what he's saying about the whole, for, the whole, for about 60 years. Basically, Mm -hmm. no black person could buy land. Mm -hmm. Um, But just to give you the other side of the point, my father grew up in poverty. Um, His father, as far as I know, didn't own farms. He grew up, he started to work. He worked for one guy, worked for the next guy, he saved up and then he only bought his farm. Now we're talking about, it was about 1996, he bought his first farm. The way that like we said the racism works is it's a perfect it's actually a perfect place for racism there because you can say this white guy got his farm, not this guy he bought his farm after working for so many years, because he's white, he could get the farm easier, but he still had to work, he still had to do everything, he still had to save up. And I mean so it is a place, it is a place where racism breeds basically, because it's it's just the easy excuse.
0: No, okay. thank you. Uh, you understand I'm saying,
3: obviously, I'm not saying it's an excuse to say about mm. it or anything, I'm just saying, mm. it's just an easier way to say it. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, poverty, poverty hits everyone. I mean, for all we know, tomorrow something can happen and we all of us, we, we can sit next to the road.
2: Mm.
3: But how many of us are going to get out of it? Mm.
1: So, so in the end, uh, you, you're saying that um, one has to work um, that we can't, we can't be making excuses like that forever. That yes, you know, you're yeah. born disadvantaged, but you have to pull yourself yeah, pull out. Yourself out obviously. Mm. Mm.
0: I see we are which already is, five minutes past 12, um, so I think maybe we can finish up here. We are lo- leaving a lot of things in the air, um, but still, I, I, I yeah. appreciate you know um, everyone being part of this and discussing. Dries, thank you so much for um coming on and, and yeah, sorry,
3: through. it feels like. Like I was the only one talking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, can I can I just have, like can that. I just
1: have one quick question? Because I did I feel like I didn't I get to ask a lot because I was late and everything. Okay. Um, please, I don't know if they asked you this, but what do you think can be done to kind of like we uh, uh I think um we 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 we're trying to fight racism yeah. and you know those narratives and everything you know from from your point personally, what do you think can be done?
3: Okay, well, first of all. The main thing is education and I'm not talking about the normal education, like going to school or going to high school, but educate yourself on your surroundings. Why are you Where you are. Why are you. Why is this person where he is not done. It's, it's a mind shift thing. If you look at race, you'll always have the easiest excuse. Um, that's my personal opinion. If you think if, if you see a black guy driving an Audi, you're going to say yeah this black guy is corrupt. He's probably working for this or this thing, or he's doing tenders. That's the easiest. Mm. Mm. Don't to, to yourself. What did he do to get where he is? And if he's corrupt, he's corrupt. But if he's not corrupt, go edu- That's what I mean with education. So I think that's the main thing. And these guys that are spreading propaganda, if he's white or black, the main thing is propaganda unfortunately works on most, on I always see it as. The guys with the lower IQ are the most, the easiest to influence because they don't think for themselves. <laughs> so the propaganda works for guys with the lower IQ. That's just how it is. And unfortunately, that's the guy who's going to burn down a building. That's the guy who's going to spread more aid. And I'm not saying about black white. I'm just saying in, in general, propaganda works on people with lower IQ that can think for themselves. So the education, I think, is the main thing. Mm.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, just the last thing um, to add to that, uh, propaganda, and I've seen it work both ways, you know, um, you use the term lower IQ now, but I also want to, I, I, um, I think using the term rigid thinking or thinking only in one way, not in another way, you know, you can be yeah. the smartest person in the world, yeah. But only um, fixated on thinking in one way, you know, we, we see propaganda, um from black people but also from from white white people as well educated white people and i think it's it's more of a rigid way of thinking but that's just that that's my um opinion about it um please we've been keeping yeah, your post yeah, close so. now um if, does anyone that's want to <laughs> finish off with something can we can we end the meeting Oh,
3: well, I, I i just want to say thanks i mean i know i've been the one talking the most but <laughs> it's, it's, it's you can say what you want. And I mean, Oops, uh Sky, you guys are not I'm not saying dream but you can continue with the conversation. It's not the conversation isn't mm. going in one way though. Ah installed all time mm. or going in circles. Mm. So thanks for that. Mm. It's not easy to just talk to someone and it goes somewhere. Most of the mm. time in circles the whole time. So thanks. I mean mm. it's also good to have an open space to to see. Yeah. And I mean I don't think any of us said something that's not right or that's uh propaganda as well. <laughs> thank
1: no, you, actually th- thank you for agreeing to um to talk to us, actually. Yeah, Anything. um I I, I I think uh we, we we actually spoke about how um we we're not sure about how white people will feel about talking about such a topic, you know. Yeah, so yeah. it's 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 really it's, it's really great that you agreed and thank you so much.
3: Anytime, guys, anytime. I told Johanna's world. Well, uh, when you told me about this, I said, Anytime, it's just, yeah, the schedule is a bit of a problem. Yeah.
2: We really appreciate your time, Anytime.
3: And also for you guys. Thanks, man.
0: Okay. Bye, bye, bye guys. Okay.
2: Bye. Thank you.
1: Bye.
0: In the next episode, we are talking to Ms. Boitumelo Mustafa. She is a psychologist at Moses Kotane Hospital. And she is more culturally minded, I believe, than myself and Sky and Hope combined. And in the same breath, she has this ability to connect with different people from different cultures and races. And and this shows in her circle of friends
1: the race question was always something that we would always have and talk about and like not only that but my culture and i would also be interested mm-hmm. in their culture and you know it would just be a mismatch and us trying to understand and swap each other's you know um views and stuff like that so it it, it unaware even in our conversation i came it it came out and then you know it came out and then we just navigated it
2: very well because we were just honestly just interested in each other nothing else yeah